2: No purchase
0: necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Support for this podcast comes from Frito Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito Lay Snacker Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about prime time matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty?
2: with Shaking Red Nation, this is Jeremy Brenner with another episode of The Dream Take, presented by The Dream Shake, come of all things, Houston Rockets at espnation.com. You know, at The Dream Take, we like to do podcasts after every game um, and talk about the game, but I don't know if we should be doing that tonight. Uh, Rockets did not win against the Oklahoma City Thunder, uh, it was very bad. Um, <laughs> At least they didn't give up 160, says Sean in the comments here live on Spotify Live. Uh, We're going to briefly acknowledge that the game happened, and we're going to move on very quickly. Rockets uh, lose their second game in as many nights. Final score, uh, Oklahoma City Thunder 153, Houston Rockets 121. Josh Christopher and Ty Ty Washington, the only uh, bright spots tonight with 20 points. Uh, We'll give Tari Eason some flowers with 18 points and eight rebounds as well. Uh, But other than that, it was just not a pretty game. Not a pretty game whatsoever. The Rockets just, first quarter, they went down early and just never fully recovered. And, uh, you know, second night of a back-to-back, so there was no Eric Gordon, no Jay Sean Tate, and it showed. Um, And even if they did play, uh, we probably would have seen – maybe we would have lost by 23 instead of uh, 32 or something. Like, it would not have made much of a difference, but maybe they would have played slightly better. OKC looked like they wanted revenge from the other night. They certainly got it. Uh, Shea Gildish-Alexander was named an All-Star. First, uh, first game after that, 42 points. Josh Giddy 17-10. and 10, Mike Mascala, 19. Isaiah Joe, 18, off the bench. So now that that's over with, let's talk trade deadline because the trade deadline's coming up and yes, we need to talk trades for the Rockets because Thursday, February 9th is the NBA trade deadline and we're going to be covering the entire league, all 30 teams, seeing where they are, talk about these trades as they go live. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to be here live on Spotify live as it goes down and we really hope that you can come and join us wherever you are in the world uh it's gonna be time tvd yet but you will hear from us on our episode on monday we'll talk about it and then on social media at the dream take and at dream Shake sbn so i've got a speaker request here from jim so let's hear what jim has to say jim welcome to the dream take how are you
3: i'm good i'm good so let's talk trades um Let's talk trades, Jim. The first thing I got to say is they cannot let this trade deadline go past and and still have Eric Gordon. That will be a serious, serious problem if they keep him. First of all, you know, when you just look at his age, it'll be diminishing returns. I mean, he's played above his head the last, say, the last month. But quite frankly, you know, you look at his, he's got a lot of, of wear on the tires. and. Yeah, he's played above his head for now, but a year, if you keep him, what will he be at the beginning of next year? That's the question you have. That's the smart question. It's not even what is he today. It's what could he possibly be if you open camp next year? He will not be the man he is today. So they 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 can't keep him. And if it means you take four twos, you take four twos. Or if you take a couple of expiring contracts, a Derrick Rose, someone like that, you absolutely have to let him go. I mean, plus, do right by him. The guy has been a solid player for you. He's, he's not been a problem in the locker room. Do right by him and let him go. But also, also they got to think big. And keeping him, even if they think of this foolishness of bringing Harden back, he's not going to be much when camp rolls
2: around next year. Thoughts? Yeah, well, Jim, this isn't me disagreeing or agreeing with what you're saying, but on a night like tonight where Eric Gordon doesn't play and the Rockets lose by 32 points on the road, um, does that maybe insinuate, you know, having a guy like Eric Gordon might be good because he can, he can work some of the offense? Um, the Rockets are a better team when Eric Gordon is I out
3: think, there. Well, I think, I think he's shown the last month Right, that, you know, especially with when with Jalen and KPJ being out, yeah, that they rely on him. But you know what that is? But I think that's short term thinking though. Because you're it's not like it's the difference in you being a playoff team or not. It's the difference in you getting beat by thirty two and the and losing by ten. But you're still losing.
2: Right? Yeah. And I think I, I think I do think that it is worth getting some value out of him. If that if that rumor was true, where Eric Gordon was offered for four second round picks from uh Milwaukee, if that rumor was true, then they should be able to get something similar, you know, four seconds or three first. Or maybe you have a team that's willing to willing to give you a late first. Who knows? Um, I, I think I, personally though, I feel like getting another first, at least for this year. For the 2023 draft a little counterproductive only because you've already got you know all of these first round picks from the past two seasons and then you are you're going to add two more again this year and so I think that might be in the conversation for Eric like I think that might be part of why Eric Gordon hasn't been traded yet maybe because these picks aren't aligning with the timeline that the Rockets currently have I feel like you know the the rebuild to begin with was all about getting as much talent in as possible now that you have the talent you got to start filtering some of it out and and i think that right. that might be that that's what this deadline is going to tell us right i feel like we're going to we're going to learn more about the moves that the rockets do more so the moves that the rockets don't do versus the ones that they do end up pulling off and cuz Honestly, outside of Eric Gordon, you really can't say anyone else is is definitely going to get the boot.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure they'll get some offers for KJ Martin. I, I agree with 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 Mike and what and his the position he's taken, which is you got something there. Nah, you got to keep you got to keep him. Jay Sean, I would have you know before this season, I would have said absolutely don't touch him, but. You, unfortunately, you haven't gotten a whole lot out of him because of the whole injury situation. Um, maybe it's worth looking if somebody makes you a nice offer. But to your point, I think, I think your point is fair. You, If you're just collecting picks to collect picks, that's diminishing returns, right? Because you're right. You can only have so many guys on the court at any one time. And you, you've already got... You're, you're already overloaded with young talent you, you just just picking up additional picks to pick up additional picks you're not going to gain anything. I suppose what they could do is pick up some picks and then try to trade them for you know for future picks i mean I, I, that's a lot of moving pieces to do that. moving parts uh, yeah
2: i think I'll say this I think the rockets end up making two or three trades on deadline day or around the deadline. I think they'll end up moving Gordon. I do. I think that's, I think this is the time. I do feel like it's, it wouldn't necessarily shock me if he wasn't traded just because we've seen this movie before and we know how that could end. Um, But I also think the Rockets main role in this trade deadline is to be a third team to help facilitate a bigger deal. I think yep. that is that because in, yep. in those types of deals, the Rockets can really only benefit. That they, they 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 help a team out and then they get they get some help in return. And I think that is probably the best route that, that Rafael Stone can do can can go at with this Rockets team. I feel like being able to kind of just get, you know, free help is is kind of the way to go. And you know, we saw that a little bit with the um we saw that a little bit last year with the with the Celtics trade for Daniel Tice. Um, that that so like I'm thinking like that kind of deal. Um, I'd be surprised,
3: right? Yes. In terms of
2: teams that are buyers, I don't think they're going to the Rockets, and they're saying outside of Eric Gordon. Um, Like, I don't think, I think KJ ultimately stays. I don't think there's enough buzz on Tate yet. Um, And also the fact that Tate hasn't played most of the year, um, his value is not as high as it possibly could be in a year from now. Because I ultimately think that once Eric Gordon is the guy to go, I think Jay Sean Tate might take that next role. And it might be the off season or even the following season before we could be Talking about Jay Sean Tate in terms of the rocket that's most likely to be traded next. And I just think that the timeline for Tate is, right. is not at this moment. You know, if they get a really good offer for Tate, I, they, they, shouldn't, like, they shouldn't say no. You should listen to offers on everybody. But in terms of any teams that are buying, you know, Eric Gordon's probably the only one.
3: So let me ask you this. If you could pick up two vets through through this trade cycle, any two vets,
2: realistic vets,
3: who would you want?
2: It's that's a very good question because it's it's very short term. it's probably not beyond this season where these vets would make about it. you're looking for your Kelly Olenek, your Dennis Schroeder type of guys. And ultimately when like you need a guy, like it's interesting because you look at what high tide did tonight and you, you want that to keep growing possibly. And by bringing in a veteran point guard, you're, you're doing the opposite of that. And so maybe you say, okay, maybe it's time to go for a big. So here's what I'll do. I'll give you Jim. I'll give you an answer. Veteran guard, veteran wing, and a veteran center for a veteran guard, okay, a guy that is probably um, familiar to a lot of Rockets fans. I think Patrick Beverly coming back to Houston is exactly what this team needs. You look at the defensive intensity that was there tonight, absolutely, and it was it was non it was just not there. It's not there. Patrick Beverly changes the culture here,
0: and I, I do think just go to CARS.com. It's magical. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger, as six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lifting contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.
2: That if he were to come to Houston versus another rebuilding city, I think he would welcome that. You know, he is, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, an expiring deal. He's making about like $13 million. Um, So like the deal, like if you trade Eric Gordon, the salaries match up for that will probably be the primary contract coming in return for a potential Lakers Eric Gordon trade. Um, But Patrick Beverly, you know, I could see him wanting to stay and he's the kind of veteran that you want in the building that can play if needed. But at the same time, he's a guy that I feel like could change the culture beyond playing on the court. So he's probably my number one as to who I would maybe, you know, want. Um, When it comes to a veteran big, that's like kind of on the market right now. It's a little tricky because um, I, I feel like there's not too many of this archetype um, on the trade market currently. Like Nas Reed is probably my favorite big on the trade market. That's been in rumors, but Nas Reed's not coming to Houston. Um, he's, he's on the block only because he's definitely not resigning with Minnesota. He's too good to resign with Minnesota because he, he should be, he could be a starter in a lot of different cities in the NBA, but Minneapolis has Carl Anthony Towns and uh, Rudy Gobert. And it's just, there's, there's a roadblock there that Nas Reed, even though he's growing as a player, it's just not going to fit. Um, I would say like as someone that could, uh, you know, fortify the culture. It's maybe like a guy like JaVale McGee, but the thing with JaVale McGee he's not coming to Houston because if there were as a trade there, he'd get a buyout. And that's the thing is a lot of veterans that come, that would come here would take a buyout. And that, because at the end of the day, you look at like, if Derek Rose came, if we sent, sure. um, if we got, um, we sent Eric Gordon to the Knicks for Derek Rose, Derek Rose ain't playing for the Rockets. And, That's another thing too. You know, we talked about so many picks that we have. You need to be able to play these picks, play these young guys. And honestly, but but here's the, here's the problem with this Jim. You get guys like that coming in return and you play these young guys, you're going to get a lot of games like we saw tonight throughout the rest of the season. It's going to be an ugly end of the season. It's going to be an ugly last twenty-five, thirty games. I think the Rockets they they won what game number thirteen the other night um, against against OKC. They're like thirteen and right. I, thirteen and what? It's thirteen and forty. 40 so and they've 40, got twenty-nine 40, games to go. I
3: yep.
2: I think six more wins is. Um, I think six and twenty-three is probably what you're looking at. You're looking at a nineteen win team this year. Yep. Yep. I, I think agree. that's that's probably um, right around where I would say the Rockets end up this year. So we're gonna see like look, yes, I think people wanna see Eric Gordon get traded, but be careful what you wish for. If that happens, we're gonna see a lot of crappy games. Um, crappy games down the stretch.
3: I'm I'm all I, I can live with crappy games. If if you're learning something from the losses, right? If you're trying out different types of offenses, if you're trying, if you're mixing and matching your roster to figure out, hey, maybe Jabari can play five and a four. Maybe in certain elements, he can play a three. If you're doing yeah, but you're losing, I can live with that because what you're doing is you're trying to you're trying to figure out you you, we they were never going to be a good team this year. Everybody knew that,
2: right? They weren't. But at the same time, I wish that they would would have been a little bit more experimental um, than they have been. And as long as Silas is going to be there, like Silas knows he's probably not coming back next year. He's not like implementing those things. And just because Eric Gordon gets traded on, on Thursday or whenever doesn't mean that... Things are going to change. Like, oh, naturally, all of a sudden, let's be more experimental with lineups and let's, let's put in players and all that. Look, these next, these next 29 games are going to be really painful. I'm going to be honest. like, It's going to be really hard to watch. Um, maybe a game or two, yeah. they'll, they'll play better than expected and they'll win here and there. But we're going to see a lot of ugly basketball down the stretch. Um, and just buckle up. Buckle up is all I got to say. It's, it's going to be a bumpy ride, but hopefully there will be enough good vibes sprinkled in from the likes of Tari Eason, Alperon Shangoon, hopefully Kevin Porter if he comes back, which I think he will. I think, I think a lot of – we talked about it a little bit on the last episode that I hosted a couple of nights ago, and I think there was some talks about Kevin Porter might be sidelined until after the trade deadline. So that they have an idea as to what to do with Eric Gordon, and and I think I think there is right. maybe a little bit of truth to that. We'll see after the trade deadline, obviously, but um, there there is some there is some I could like that doesn't that wouldn't surprise me if that were actually the case. But we we won't know until uh, about a week from now. So I would say, and to answer your question, is the the final like the wing that I would want for this team, Joe Harris. I think Joe Harris, three-point shot, just just brings shooting. The Rockets need shooting more than any team in the league. They suck at shooting from distance. And Joe Harris would at least, you know, make it a tiny bit better.
3: No, I I mean, I think those are all three solid picks. I got to tell you, of the three, the one I 100% love is Pat Beverly. because. Again, this is going to, to your point, yeah. The rest of these games are going to blow. I mean, <clears throat> they're going to be painful to watch. But you get a guy, um, <clears throat> Pat Beverly is so intense. He'll pull. He'll pull some of these guys along, and it's and again, it's not necessarily about winning. It's about how you prepare for games. It's how you hustle during a game. I mean, Tari's got it already. I mean, that sequence in the last not tonight, but that sequence, the yeah. last game, In the last OKC game, oh my God, come on, man. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody had to give it up for that because th- that's what you want out of all your players. Now, not everybody's built that way, and you got to be fair, but Pat Beverly lays it on the line every single game, every single play, that, and that's, that kind of stuff is infectious. So imagine if you had two guys on the court who play like that. It's going to pull, you know, it's that whole, you know, you know, rising tide lifts all boats kind of thing, I think. So I, yeah. I, if, if they didn't get anybody else and they just got Pat Beverly, I could live with that. 100% I could live with
2: that. Think yeah. All right, Jim, I'm about to sign off here. So any last thoughts before I send you off?
3: Uh, let's
2: let's let's hope they do something smart. That's about all I can. Fingers think. crossed. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Jim. Appreciate it. Yeah, so I think this deadline um, is not about what – I said a little bit earlier. It's not about what the Rockets do. It's more about the Rockets – what the Rockets don't end up doing. And I think if they can at least do something – like do something, I think that is ultimately uh, – look, if you, if you don't do anything, if you let this deadline come and go without doing anything – it shows that you are complacent and accepting of what is your current reality. Doing the same thing over and expecting different results is the definition of insanity. So we're about to find out how insane the Rockets truly are on Thursday, February 9th. And this is a decent place to park the rocket ship. Thank you so much for tuning in this episode. Thank you to Jim for keeping me company here on this Saturday night here on Spotify Live talking a horrific game between the Rockets and the Thunder. Uh, But we'll be back again on Monday. Two games against the Kings next week. It should be interesting. If the Rockets don't bring their defense against the league's number one offense on Monday or Wednesday, we could see a result similar to tonight again next week. So here's to hoping the Rockets watch some film over the weekend and improve their defense before the Kings come to town. And we'll be back again Monday for a recap. Mike's got that. Wednesday night, again, uh, Mike or myself will be there. And then Thursday, our trade deadline show, details, TBD. We will get them to you when we can at our social media channels, at The Dream Take and at Dream Chick SBN. Head over to our Facebook page. Give us a like over there. Head over to thedreamchick.com, home of all things Houston Rockets at SBNation.com. If you'd like to follow my personal Twitter, you can do so at Jeremy Brenner, J E R E M Y B R E N E R. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this episode of The Dream Taken. Until next time, go rockets!
0: How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger as six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging